What's up, nomads? Welcome to your new favorite travel podcast, Two Beers Tell Takeoff, the podcast that delivers expert knowledge, the information you won't get in your guidebooks, and a story that's guaranteed to make you say, what the fuck, or your money back. B, you know our episodes are free, right? Happy hour time. Happy hour time. Number two. Numino dos. Numino dos. It's, it's, it's happy hour. Maybe I should partake. You're like, <laughs> I'm sipping teas. What you what you sipping on right now? Uh, I got a craft beer. Are you a craft beer guy? Oh, nice. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll drink beer, but I, I don't have a, a like a favorite or anything, you know? Yeah. I Listen, I, I love craft beer, but I don't think craft beer loves me. After like <laughs> three or four... The next day is just You're disastrous. Yeah. It's it's not even that I'm drunk. It's just there's something in it that's just I, I I don't know I don't know maybe the fact that it's not like completely commercialized or it's not like as commercialized as like you know the Budweisers or the right non craft beers. I was gonna ask what is what makes a, a craft beer like why do you call it a craft beer you know it's it's a craft beer I think that it's just a smaller batch of product right. therefore the quality's higher potentially right okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but who knows yeah those, those who knows ones. yeah yeah after a couple of them like they're tough on the stomach but they're just so tasty it's that's right. why I can't stay I can't stay away so yes yeah. cheers cheers on happy hour number two cheers my brother how you been. I'm good, man. I'm I'm getting ready for a trip. Yeah. And it just it just seems like, you know, when you're getting ready for a trip, I think we've talked about this in the past that everything becomes real. You know, you're like, should I spend money on this or should I you know what right. I mean? You're you're, yeah. you're thinking about your money, you're thinking uh, about uh, you know, all the stuff that you gotta get done. Like for example, my passport is like I'm only getting it two days before I'm actually flying out. Oh wow. Which like is a, that's woo. It's stressful. And then, uh, yeah. And then another thing that I was actually thinking about is when you go to like, I don't know, like a, a place that has like a beach where you'll be like, you know, shirtless coming from a cold climate. Like I'm in a cold climate. Mm-hmm. Like I, I realized that I like, I haven't even gone that much to the gym. <laughs> you know? Not to say that I'm fat or anything. But like <laughs> You're like, damn, but, I forgot about beach body. I didn't prepare for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be like a, a beached whale here, but I'm. I, I right. yeah, like I, I guess I, I I should do some speed crunches before I leave, <laughs> just just to yeah. tone up, you know. Maybe do like, can you run? Not can you run, but like, are you know? Do you enjoy running? <laughs> I, I I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, so, that's I, for me. It's like one of the things. The speediest way for me to kind of. Um, get back to down you know but you got to be yeah, consistent yeah. i might do it at least on you know 30 minutes every day until you leave are are you are you like a, a big runner is that something that you're you do marathons no, or anything like that no 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 not at all <laughs> uh, i fucking hate i i absolutely hate running <laughs> but i i do muay thai kickboxing so that's my that's mm. what what i do to keep in shape nice and does that help to tone down as well hell yes hell yes it does. It's great. Because, like, you know, I kind of fell off because of the pandemic. Um, mm. and I just really got back into it, like, on a consistent basis in January for, like, the new year. Um, and I'm already feel like I was back, you know, when I was first started out, like, t- 2017. Okay, nice. I hope I make Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I'm like, I already feel like I'm back to myself. You know what I mean? 
That's what I'm yeah, yeah. So, so, so I guess, do you recommend me to, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know Muay Thai. I know that they throw elbows. I know they do knees. Yeah, kicks. And do you recommend me to just go to my like couch pillows and just start throwing some elbows? Is if you think that that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna get me to my beach body? No, I definitely think running will get you back, bro. All right, Avoid all right. beating up your couch. <laughs> but but yeah, so, so you know you're from a warm climate where is, like is there a beach Somewhere. in Oakland? Yeah, there's there's not a beach in Oakland, but there's a beach in um, this one city called Alameda. Which is technically South Oakland, but it's an, it's it's actually its own city. You know, it's it's a different city called Alameda, but it's so close and like connected to Oakland that we call it South Oakland. There's a beach Oakland there, beach. but it's definitely not Oakland Beach. It's just Alameda Beach. Is it nice? But it's no, not at all. <laughs> I feel like this might Brandon be Tours of Officer or, here. <laughs> right, this might be your third or fourth time asking me, "Is there a beach in Oakland?" And every time I'm like. It's no, it's not good. <laughs> well, it's because people water, associate California water, with hot, I guess, right? Yeah, but north Northern California is not. You can if you have a, a nice day, like a very very warm day, then you'll have a good time at the beach. But the water's freezing. Um, most of the beaches are like dirty. It's you know, it's not like the not not the California. It's not like the Los Angeles type of beach that you see on TV and stuff. Okay, okay, that, yeah. It breaks the stigma a bit. Uh, yeah, so California so, is so, so I, big. It's just different, you know. It's it's true. It is big. Uh, you know, you coming from a warm climate, is do you just like work out all year just because you might be at the beach at some point? <laughs> no, I work out just to be healthy and and because it's fun. Doing doing Muay Thai for me is just like it was. It's really fun, you know. It has yeah. uh, it has nothing to do with random like a random time for me being at the beach. Although it does have that benefit. Uh, if I'm going to the beach, I, I, you know what I'm saying, I feel good taking my shirt off, but that's not the motivation. It's just really fun. And I like to be, like, I'm getting older. I don't want to lose my, my youthfulness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So After 30, your muscles toes. just don't rejuvenate as as well as they used to, right? No, But no, yeah. I, I was asking that because, like, coming from a, a cold climate, like, in the winter, it's almost like you're like a bear. You're like, well, I guess, I you know, I'll have that ex- extra piece of cake or I'll, you know, like, just because it, it helps it helps you layer with the cold. Right. <laughs> yeah, luckily, that's not a strategy I need to uh, to take on. It does get pretty cold. Now, I'm, I know it's not going to be as cold as other places in America and other places across the globe but for us it does get cold in the winter so we're not what? just out every single day with our shirts off and shorts and shit in the bay <laughs> area now, in los angeles it's a little different los angeles and san diego it's a little different it will be pretty sunny and fairly warm year round you know what i mean but that's just hollywood so people watch movies and they think all of california is like that when it's not so so i guess for people to to to, to know it's is it like kind of like once you hit San Francisco north, it's colder than the exactly. south, like Los Angeles, San Diego? Most most definitely, yeah. San Francisco particularly is more, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? More overcast and very cold and like foggy almost year round. And, wow. and it's because of where it, it sits in the bay, the fog is... Um, it's just it's just like a very foggy city. So people come. Like I was literally just in San Francisco um, two days ago, chilling on the beach, and it's like super windy. And we're like, you know, I'm sitting there with my homegirl, and we we got our hoodies on and stuff. 
and there's a family <laughs> that is next to us, like kind of having their kids like play in the water and take uh, like play on their phones and stuff. And this one lady just kind of walks up to us and she's like, is it always like this? And, and the, the thing is, it was a very sunny day, super sunny. It was just super windy. You know what I mean? So now if the yeah. wind wasn't blowing, it would have been a, it would have been in like a warm day. And by warm, I mean, I think it was like in the, maybe the upper 70 degrees Fahrenheit. So like 79, maybe 80 degrees. So, <clears throat> I, I don't know the exact yeah, version, the, but it's something like 15. do I. Something like that, yeah. Celsius. Somebody, some, somebody correct us somewhere. Right, but it was, but it was super windy though. So it wasn't cold because it was still warm, but it was like so windy that you still needed, you still were gonna want to wear a jacket, you know. So the lady walks up and she's like, "Yeah, we're from New Mexico, and we did not expect it to be like this cold, you know." <laughs> yeah, like you're actually lucky because <laughs> it's usually like overcast, you know. Yeah, it it really sounds like where I live now. So I used to live, I guess, uh, an hour away from where I am now in in New Brunswick. And Mm. so there's the Bay of Fundy. I don't know if you know what the Bay of Fundy is. Uh. So it's uh, (laughs) right here. I was hoping you were going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a recurring thing. It's coming back, baby. And then literally driving, like literally driving an hour. Like I left Uh. Central... So I, I lived in Fredericton, so central uh, New Brunswick, and driving an hour south to St. John, where it's mm-hmm. kind of like San Francisco, foggy and all that. Like it, this temperature dropped by like thirteen degrees. Jeez. So yeah. Anyways, it's 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 an interesting um, interesting concept. But um, Brandon, you know what? I came across the other day. What's up? I was going through, I was actually looking for my passport to see if it was expired and it was, or it was expiring. So, so, so I came across this here and you know what it was? It was my list of things to do before I turned 30. So essentially my bucket list. Bucket list. Okay. Do you, How do old you are have you a bucket? I'm 31. Okay. So I, I, no, you, said I, it, I, you said it so sad. <laughs> oh, you're like, I'm 31. <laughs> Damn. Man, okay. It's, um, I, it's, <laughs> once you hit bad. 30, man. I should have asked that shoulder, question. Dude. Oh. I said the level, the number of craft beers that you drink or that you're allowed to drink significantly goes down once you hit 30. Mm-hmm. They hurt less in the 20s. I remember that. Yeah, definitely. But to answer your question, I do have a bucket list. Um, you know, like I told you when we were texting about it, that like I, I have an ongoing list that I've never written down. It's always just been in my head. But since we talked about it, I was like, let me kind of put it on something. So I do have um, a bit of a bucket list. So you want to read yours? I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Like, how about you read yours first? Okay, I'll, I'll go it. first. You've already so- had it written down. I, I did. I did. Yeah. I remember I was with a, a couple friends in Germany and we were just kind of bored, you know, studying mm-hmm. or whatever. And we were just like, all right, let's, let's just create a bucket list. Like how, how often do you create a bucket list? Like it's something you think about and you may have in the back of your head, but it's just, do you ever take time to do it? Not really. Sure. Right. right. Yeah. So, so in, in terms of, so I'll go through some of the things that I got to do. Okay. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to give a top five cause it's, it's a fairly long list. 
uh, and I'll give a top five of this, the, 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 the next five things that I'm looking to do. So one of them was to go moose hunting. Okay. It's just so the process in New Brunswick is just so hard. It's so hard to get a license. You have to go through a draw process. Some people it takes 30 years to get a license to go hunting. Mm-hmm. So I finally got to do that in 2017, 2018. Okay. Uh, next one was get a tattoo. Nice. And We've, how old were you when you wanted to, when you set this goal? Uh, it was 2016, so I would have been carry the seven twenty. Sorry, twenty six. Okay, twenty six or something like twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven. Okay. And then what was the tattoo that you got? Well, I, we covered it on the first episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, I only have one. Uh, yeah, for now, I guess. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I got to play paintball. I had never played paintball. It just was something I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually there on a bachelor party, and we got to dress the bachelor in a chicken suit, and then everybody line up and then just shoot him while he like kind of ran. <laughs> <laughs> we did that. We did that in Montreal. And then uh, so next one was yeah. Next next one was go running with the bulls. Okay. Yeah. So that happened in 2017 as well. So 2017 was a big year, I guess. Um, it was for me too. And we will cover the Running with the Bulls, like I said, another episode at one point. Uh, and then the last one that I got off my list here was the sensory deprivation tank. Have you ever done that? I haven't. I've always wanted to, though. Hearing about it on Rogan. Rogan talks about it. It's, yeah. it's, it's weird, man. You go into this big <laughs> egg and you uh, just, it's... It like it literally freaked me out. Like you could, you have the the option of like doing it with the light on or the light off. And I was like, man, screw it. I'm going straight, like straight real experience. I'm I'm just gonna go hard and just you know get get the, get the real experience. And yeah, man, turn the lights off. Like I literally was, I I was like, oh my god, like like I I can't see, <laughs> like I'm blind. Wow. It's that dark, and it's it's uh plus you're floating. Yeah, so I guess for people who don't know, it's 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 a it's a pod that people fill with, uh, salt temp- water. Or, uh, yeah, like salt water that, and it's, it's heated to a level that your body temperature doesn't feel like it's in water. So it feels like you're floating and you can, yeah, like I said, you can shut the lights off. So you're floating you, and so you can't really touch anything and you're also like not, you're not able to see. So it's just, and you're stuck in there for like an, I say stuck in there. You're in there for an hour. <laughs> And yeah, so, so yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience. Like I haven't done it since I think I would still do it, but Uh it was, was an experience. Yeah. The only question I have about that, can, can you hear your heart beating like crazy when you're floating in that water? You're, you're way more aware of the little things that we don't realize on a day to day. Like, like you said, like, yeah, you feel your heart beating. You, you're more in tune with it. Hear it though. Cause I'll oh, hear it? The reason why uh, I ask is because I've, I've tried to do like a float tank in my own bathtub. So I just <laughs> cut the light off and like <laughs> floated. But the one thing that was driving me insane was like, I could hear my heartbeat so much because, you know what I mean? Like my, my When you get the water were, in your ears? Uh, submerged. Right, exactly. Being submerged in the water for so um, long. <clears throat> it was an experience. Yeah, that, that wasn't a problem for me. I, like we had like earplugs. Okay, so then, okay. Yeah, so, the, well, so I... Yeah, so earplugs definitely make a difference, I think. Uh, but yeah, that was that wasn't that wasn't something that, that I experienced. Gotcha. Okay, so what are some of the items? Yeah. Yeah, the top five here for what's left to do is visit every continent. I've got everyone except for uh, Asia, 
Australia, and Antarctica. We're still counting that one. Okay. Two is go skydiving. Have you have you been skydiving? I haven't, but that's on my on my bucket list. Maybe maybe we should do it, me and you. I'm down. My my only rules to it is I have to do it outside of my country. And I, yeah, man. And there's I, there's I one in my province, doing Canada. I want to do it like there, in like a a tropical area. <laughs> yeah, there's one in my province, and like there's someone who died. I think like in the last five years. So let's maybe oh, wow. we'll, we'll skip we'll we'll skip that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, next up is eat sushi in Japan. Okay. Oh, that's like, is that, is that like cliche? But I, I just really love no, sushi. And I, I'd love, you had sushi in Japan, right? I did. Yeah. It was my first time ever having like the sashimi style. You know, oh, really? Like the uncooked. And I didn't really care for it, but it wasn't bad. Okay. It wasn't bad at so, all. So, so, but before then you weren't really like a big fan of sushi? I mean, I'll, I'll eat the rolls that are like cooked, you know what I mean, mm, wrapped yeah, in rice yeah. and shit like that. But I, I was, I, I, I had, I up until this point in my life, I had not had the sushi where it was just like the raw fish. Right. So, so you were that guy in Japan who was like seeing the sashimi and taking the the raw fish off and then just eating the rice. <laughs> no, I ate it as one whole. Uh, okay, no, 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 I'm just, te- I'm just teasing. Oh no. <laughs> Because, I mean, the, the, the way it comes out is just like the pieces of the fish and not, not with any rice. Oh, no, no. What, what am was I like thinking different of? different cuts of... Nagiri? Of, of, Nagiri? Is that the one that's on the the, the rice? I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not the one to ask. Somebody comment sushi, on our social media somewhere and please <laughs> correct us. Because that stuff, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I forget all this, the, the sushi name stuff. I just really like it and I eat whatever they bring me. So Right, yeah. But I think that's a an amazing bucket list item for you to have you should yeah. do it at that the, at the the fish market that they have there you'd like show up super early in the morning and you get to you get access to the fish market but it's um it's like first come first serve basis yeah. it's one of the things to do while you're in tokyo for sure yeah absolutely man i'd, I'd be all up for that um next one is i don't know if you've heard of this festival but it's called la tomatina Mm-mm. la tomatina man is known as so it's something that happens in i believe it's italy or is it spain somebody 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 rip me apart in the comments please somebody rip me in the part apart in the comments <laughs> of our instagram or something like that hey, um, no. Uh, so what it is is it's the world's largest tomato fight so basically Ooh. what they do is they bring in these trucks these dumb trucks full of like ripe pot- uh, to- potatoes Potato. tomatoes so, could you imagine a, a potato fight <laughs> it wouldn't last very long <laughs> there'd be a last man standing <laughs> So they drop all oh, these fucking gosh. ripe tomatoes in the stre- medieval-looking streets of tem- Italy or Spain, like I said. And yeah, they just people rock like swimming goggles and just throw tomatoes <laughs> at each other, and it could be awesome. I've, I've seen pictures of it, and it looks, it sounds, and looks like a an amazing time. Yeah, amazing it's, uh, time. That reminds me of another thing I need to add to my list. And then the last one is actually something that's easy to do around here. It's even maybe even stigmatized, but it's to go lobster fishing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're on the border with Maine, Mm -hmm. uh, my province. And uh, yeah, so a lot of the Atlantic lobster is fished either in the Maine, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island or uh, New Brunswick region. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a season that's, there's like a season in the summer, I think around here, 
the end or mid mid August and you go kind of for a day, you set out your traps and then you just kind of go pick them up and it's, it's not like a crazy fish, but I, I just always have seen it uh, from afar, but just never on the boat. So I, th- I think it'd be super cool. Because we talked about that um, when, when we were talking about me coming and visiting you in, in, in Canada, that we could go lobster uh, fishing. I would love to do that. Yeah. Are you a big seafood guy? I am. I, so I'm like, I don't really like fish. I can tolerate it. I can eat it. But like, I'm way big on like, you know, shrimp, crab, lobster, scallops mm. like pretty much everything else I, I i can rock with but i just don't really like fish like that yeah <clears> it's <throat> a, a lobster is yeah so it's 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 big around here too mm-hmm. and what's crazy man is from the boat like two years ago before the pandemic two two three years ago the price of lobster from the boat was around three dollars a pound around here Sheesh. Yeah, since then, so it's gone up to, I think last summer was, from the boat, was like $8, and that's $8 Canadian, Right. and they're anticipating another price hike, I believe, um, moving forward this year. Everything is... is, Well, the cost of fuel is just such a a, a big expense for those type of businesses, right? So, it only makes sense, and it sucks. Good for them, bad for the consumer, I guess. Right, that's worldwide, pretty much at this point. The fucking economy is just, is so screwed. Over the COVID yeah, shit, you know? Okay. Yeah. But anyways, um, let's, let's, let's yeah, hear let's yours, man. I'm list. excited. Okay, so um, I have a few that I've already accomplished, right? One of the first and biggest for me was to be a nationally nationally recognized music music artist, okay? Okay, so nice. That's like a, that's a halfway, like it's, I did complete it, but deep down I didn't complete it all the way. So I've been... Um, and like featured on on blogs that are nationally recognized. So technically, like, like, what? Um, like uh, this is fifty dot com, um, the source. Like a, a few like hip hop blogs, blogs. I'm sorry, um, but it was like you know when I would release videos or um, albums and stuff, I've gotten some write ups and things. So technically, I hit the the that goal, but deep down, like I you know I wanted it to be more. You know what I'm saying? I wanted it to to be yeah. like an actual yeah, working professional artist. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of those ones that's kind of like a 50-50 for me. Um, <clears throat> and, and Brandon, another, you know what? I, I think that? I think what I want to do is on our next episode, can we start and start talking about your rap career just so people can get up to up to speed with, you know, what you did and, and just maybe talk like, about some of your songs and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. We 1,000%. Yeah. Let's, let's uh, mark it. Um, yeah, so yeah, another you, you've one. got good music, man. I I really like the I'm in my mind again, in my mind hey, again. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> um, okay, so for the other ones that I've completed, um, it was to just travel internationally. That was, you know, um big and big check like, mark. Big check mark. And like Japan being also kind of in that same thing, it was also a bucket list item to go to to go to Japan. So I knocked those off two birds with one stone. Um, the other one was to go somewhere completely by myself, minimal mm, solo, you know, solo in a f- complete foreign land and just figure it out. And I knocked that, that off. So like these four that I just listed are probably the like most important that I'm, that I'm glad that I've already like got them a- accomplished. You know what I mean? <clears throat> All right. So I'll go through these pretty quickly. So my bucket list item for things I want to do 
is to motorbike um, from north to south or south to north in Vietnam. Nice. So take that I, I've heard great to, things. Yeah, me too. It's just it's I've heard amazing things about it, you know, and it's like oh, I just I get so much wonderlust when I think about doing a journey like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever driven a bike? Um, I've never driven a motorcycle, but I've driven like the, the scooters, the mopeds or whatever. So, um, so would you do it with a scooter or with a, is it doable in scooter? And I believe it could be, um, but okay, I sweet. want to, I've, I've already researched, yeah, I've already researched, um, um, like motor, mo- motorcycle like classes. the course. That, yeah, 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 yeah. The course. Nice. Yeah. And then you can get the, the certificate afterwards, you know, cause I, I, yeah. I also want to own a, like a dirt bike. I would love to own a dirt bike. So yeah. this is kind of, you know, an ongoing thing, but just doing the motorbiking from north to south or south to north is major bucket list item. Hell um, yeah. <clears throat> going to Brazil. Mm. Yeah, my God, we sold, it. we sold it good on the last episode, right. on yeah, the first episode. Sure. That's great. Yeah, dog. Um, going to anywhere Switzerland. In, so before we get, we get to Switz, anywhere in uh-huh. particular that you, you would like to go in Brazil? Um. I mean, I want to explore it all, right? I want to, of course, I want to go to Rio. Of course, I want to go to Florinanopolis. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, those two are like the the two major places that I know I'm I'm going to hit when I when I get there. But there's just so much. Brazil's really big, and there's so many huge, like man. cities and towns and things that I to to explore. So I don't I don't know. I couldn't tell you. You know what I mean. And the other thing is like. The the uh, Portuguese language is is so foreign to me that w- the little is, bit of yeah. research that I've done, like I've seen names of t- of, of places that I that are re- that are recommended to me, and like I've saved them in my research, but I couldn't tell you what they are because I just don't even know how to pronounce it. You know, I just see the word. Obrigado. Like, right, right, exactly. So, so yeah, that answers that question. Um, Switzerland. Oh, and I guess b- before oh. we get to Switzerland. Uh, did the last episode scare you at all because of the, the stuff that happened to Sid and I? No, not at all. Nothing, nothing scares me. From, I ain't scared. Traveling. Yeah, <laughs> not, not, not at all. I mean, bad things happen to people everywhere. Bad things happen in my own neighborhood. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to take anybody else's horrible um, experience and make it stop my future experience, you know? Absolutely, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, then Switzerland, um, it's just such a beautiful photo, photogenic uh, country that I want to go and explore that area with my with my camera. Yeah, um, man. It's it's so it's so nice. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so expensive. Yeah. Like no. <laughs> I, like I was I was living like uh, I think I've, I've told you before that I used to live in Germany for a year when I was studying there. And man, or I guess when I made my bucket list, man, I used to live probably about an hour train north of uh-huh. of Switzerland, and I never went because I oh talked to some. Oh my god! I never went, dude, because oh, I um I would talk to students that would go, mm-hmm. and they'd tell me the prices, the stuff they paid. They're like, "Oh yeah, we paid like twenty some euros for like a a kebab or like a donor okay. kebab." And I was like, dude, like what? Like that's like seven euros in Germany. Like, so it's just that they have their own currency. It's so inflated, not taking anything away from the beauty in it. Like I was there as a student. If I, if I was there now, I'd absolutely go. I'm not trying to scare you away from. No, you would, you wouldn't. I mean, we just talked about how I'm not going to get scared away of anywhere, but I'm aware of how expensive it is in Switzerland. But for me, one of the benefits of being where I grew up, grew up and where I currently live, it's so fucking expensive here that it mm. I don't think it's gonna be that much of a difference. You know what I mean? So 
I don't know what the exchange with the USD is, but yeah, yeah it's listen, it's it's just more expensive than the countries it's surrounding. I think of that's course, all you need yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah I've definitely, uh, I've definitely quick, heard that. Quick story, I guess, with Switzerland. So one time I was coming back, I forget where I was coming back from, but anyways, I was in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. I, tra- I was transferring through Amsterdam and I was taking a train uh, that was, I didn't know this, but it was breaking apart at like... Oh my God. <laughs> It was it was it was breaking apart at a certain point. I forget somewhere in the southwest of Germany. Okay, okay. And this was at like it was at super late at night, man. I I was like I I got a flight in super late. Anyways, and I was trying to go back home to my where I was living, where I was studying. Anyways, I didn't know that it separated. That you had to be on one portion of the train. It goes to oh, no. Munich, which is the region, the way that I had to go, and then the other one goes to fucking Zurich in the south. So, dude. I, I was like, there was there was a situation going on in the train. There was a guy who was pissed that he missed, or the the train was late, so he didn't want to pay for the the train. Con- the 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 people that you know the do the tickets right. and stuff. They started yelling at him. They started yelling at each other in German, and I was just like, holy shit! Like there was me and him in the train, in in the train cart, and this guy was just fucking yelling. Meanwhile, this is happening. I'm not looking outside. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. So when when the situation happens, they take him off the off the train and they bring him to jail or whatever. I don't know what they do. I look out the window and I see that we're in Baden Baden, which is south of where I'm trying to go. So we've oh passed my, my stop already. This is when you just realize that you're like on the wrong train or whatever, right? Yeah, man. And we're leaving. <laughs> We're leaving Baden-Baden. We're going like towards Freiburg, towards the Swiss border. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. Oh, dude. It was. Yeah. So it was when I was leaving from Morocco. Okay. And man. <laughs> listen, this, this, is, this is just a precursor to the, to the Morocco episode. I was in really rough shape. Okay. But anyways, we'll leave it at that. You continue. I didn't want to take over your Switzerland. Oh, it's all good. I didn't even have much to say about Switzerland. I just wanted to. I want to go. With my camera um, and take some of Oh, and I, I, I guess just to finish my story, I, I eventually just, I got out in Freiburg and then just took the the train the other way. Other way, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one on my list is to travel for six months to a year. So like, yes. a, you know, an extended um, travel where I'm just open-ended and, you know, bouncing to whichever country I want to be in for as long as I want to be in it. Um, which will probably that's a good good one yeah it's i feel like to me that is the biggest bucket list item besides living out the country which is which was my next one um i will want to live outside of america whether that be to retire or to just you know have another home base yeah because you're pretty old right you're retiring soon right fuck you motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) but but like for you with your work i know that you've done some digital nomad stuff the new term that we've Mm -hmm. kind of learned on the last episode what what what's i I mean is is it possible for you to do that i guess in the near future it's definitely possible um because my skill can go anywhere pretty much you know what i mean i i think it's a skill that any corporation would would need so i no matter what, I would be able to find a job somewhere, especially, if, <clears throat> excuse me, especially if I wanted to stay in the exact type of field that I'm in. Um, yeah. But in order to make something like that happen, like if I did, if I just needed to completely pick a new career choice, 
then that's what I would do. You know what I mean? Fuck I it. wouldn't let right. You know, just fuck it. Like, what's a job? I mean, I could <laughs> work for myself at at that point. Shit, you know, live in yeah, a place where it's is, easy enough to do that. Yeah, the dream what? is just to be a consultant and work when you want, right? Yeah, exactly. No, the dream is to fucking not have to work at all and do what we're what we're meant to be doing as humans and just walk around naked eating fruit. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's the dream. You got to wait till winter so I can cross this continent. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, my so God. Yeah, that's hilarious. The next one was to, um, you know, live outside of America. Um, skydive. Running yeah. with the Bulls is another one. You helped me to remember p- to put that one. Another one to go to take me back to Thailand Um is to do, <clears throat> excuse me, the the Songkran Festival, and what that Man, is. My is, girlfriend did that. Really? Yeah, it's in. Yeah, it's uh, it's where, in Chiang Mai, it? so it's Chiang Mai. It's there like you go. The, the, I want to say the second week, maybe second or third week of April, and it's yeah. basically, it's basically. I think they're. I could be completely wrong, but I'm gonna have some confidence and say that it's their their New Year's, and basically. The, the ritual is that, you know, they use water to kind of like wash away the sins, not the sins. I, I don't know if it's the sins or if it's like just the bad energy, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's, it's yeah. basically to cleanse away the, the, the bad energy to allow like the good energy to, to come in. And so what is, what it has evolved into now is just like a countrywide water fight. And um, so it happens all over the country of Thailand but Chiang Mai is like where you're supposed to be if you want to participate in Songkran. So it's just like a week long uh, water fight in the streets, and it, it looks like so much fun. And the two times, bro, that I've been to Thailand, I missed it by like a few days. Nah, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. So. Yeah. Like, no, I, listen, I'm, man. My, my my girlfriend, she 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 spoke like it was a highlight of her trip. She just was like, man, this was. She didn't say man, fun. but she she said that it was just it was just a <laughs> hey man, it's, it was amazing. But no, she, she said it was it was absolutely amazing. It was just it was just I think it was like a like a such a communal feel that just like everybody you know what I mean everybody's celebrating. And it, it's right. it's kind of like a reoccurring theme with me and you. Like La Tomatina is kind of the same thing where you know it's it's a communal thing that people do, and I think that like people want to do this type of stuff because it's we, we don't get it right, I guess right. maybe as often as we maybe should because it's 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 a good feeling to do something with with your community yeah it's yeah i, I didn't even think about it like that i just was thinking about it i was like how much i just want to screw some fuckers <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you're you're 100 right like you know when you like that's why concerts are so fun that's why like yeah. parties are so fun you can kind of let loose and you know, you, you know that you're on your way to let loose and have fun, and you know that everybody around you is there to let loose and have fun. And it's like the exact reason why I love hostels so much. That's exactly no what I was going to say, dude. You're going to say, right? You know, it's like no matter what, I know that the people that are coming to this particular hostel, because I researched it already, are coming for pretty much the same things that I that I'm coming for. So it's a lot easier to let my guard down and like approach people that I don't really know. Cause I already know we're already going to have something in common that kind of, you know what I'm saying? We're all in the same situation where everybody, yeah. there's no negative energy. We're all there to, you know, enjoy whatever the, 
the area where we're in and each other. And it's, right. yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I think I, I wish more people would experience what hostels are because just like you described, that's exactly what, what we're looking for, right? A sense of yeah. community and, and, and uh, connection with other people from different places and just, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Most definitely. And I got three, three more quick ones. So it just Af- explore Africa and then explore Southeast Asia long term where I can go. So, so but, where where in Africa? Um, that's another thing I don't know. I haven't even really started the research on it. Like Zanzibar, Ghana, um, Kenya, Johannesburg. Uh, like those are some of the ones that are like the standouts for me right now. But I I want to explore as many of the countries in Africa as I as I can for sure. Yeah. Um, would Would you do something like a, a Kilimanjaro or something like that? I don't think I would do Kilimanjaro. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm down for the the all day hikes, but I'm not really down for like the. I'm not down for the ones that like are really strenuous. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to take special gear or anything. Right. And yeah. I, I don't even know if Kilimanjaro is is the type that you need to. But I I don't want to take. It, special it is. Gear I think it's fucking... it's longer than a. I, I you know what I think you can do it with. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I think you can get some some like tour guides to get you your gear. You can kind of rent it, rent it, and then go up and yeah. then just return the gear. I think. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, I know a few people that did it. It's not it's not a hill. It's not a day trip. It's 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 a right. Trip. It's like a exactly, and that's not really anything that I'm totally interested in doing. But if I was in a situation where homies were like, "Yeah, we're about to go to Africa. Do you want to come?" And then one of the things we're doing is killing Mandela. Then I'd be like, "Of course. We're, of course I'm If it's already a part of the trip, then I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Dude, but I'm already I'm there. Gonna, right. I'm I'm not going to be the one that's going to be like, "Yeah, when I go to Africa, I want to do Kilimanjaro." That's it's yeah, not fair. on my Listen, list. There's know? there's there's so much stuff to do in Africa, right? There's Right. It's so so humongous and so varied in the 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 biomes and the you know, the countries. I'm really excited to to go and explore that that region. I, I almost want to make that happen this year, whether it just be me going to like one country and exploring that for a week. You know what I'm saying? I'll do these yeah. little week trip, week long trips. I, yeah, I mean, a week day. week is tough. Is tough a little bit, I think, just to get out there uh, for some yeah. for some regions. You got to find that really good connector, right? Uh, like I have looked to uh, t- to go to a couple uh, African countries. Like Namibia is really. Um, one that I'm, I'm I'm interested in just because you get the desert, you get the somewhat the 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 Serengeti experience, but they also are a German. I think they were a German colony, and there's a huge beer culture there. Two beers still take off. We're big beer guys. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. I think I think it'd be interesting, but no. Listen, I I've heard uh, really good things from Namibia. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I, I yeah. I mean, I've heard the name, but I don't know if I've heard any about any experiences there. But I, that's definitely a country I want to probably hit as many of the, I mean, sorry, continent that I want to hit as many countries uh, as I as I can. You know what I'm saying? Your American is showing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so then after that is a uh, just explore Southeast Asia more. You yep. know where I can, and this all like a lot of these go into my like, I want to ex- uh, go on a trip that's six months to to a year long. You know what I'm yeah. saying? College is kind of like a around the world type of trip. It all, a lot of these funnel into that one where I'll be knocking these off as I'm completing that that bucket list item. You know, yep, um, the ultimate goal the other at one, the end. Yeah, yeah, and the other one is just like the one before, but it, to like backpack Europe, um, but like you know, hit up a couple of different countries within that continent. 
Yeah, because right easy. now, which which ones which ones have you been to? Which um, countries in Europe? Yeah, um, just England and Spain. Okay, yeah, man, it's cool. So yeah, you've got you've got a lot to uh, to do there. But I mean, it's it's uh, from what I understand, it, the beaten path. It's like from my experience, I guess Europe is the most developed con- or continent. Almost said country <laughs> is is the most developed <laughs> continent to travel because. There's there's just so many different like ways to to navigate. So you can go by bus, you can go by train, you can go by airplane. You can even use like car sharing services. Like it's right, just so yeah, accessible. Yeah. It's so easy. Like the United States and Canada. Like it's it's good if you have right. a car. Sure. Right, because it's so spread out. Yeah, but it's it's it, like you said, you're gonna see a lot of fields and a lot of trees and a lot of forests and stuff like that before you get to the next city. Maybe more in Canada than the U.S. Right. But yeah, in Europe, it's just so dense with different stuff. You know, you can travel, you know, a day or two and you're in two, three different languages with two or three different types of currencies. It's just so, yeah, it's, it's just so much different, so much different cultures. And it's it's densely, it's it's, it's a dense, yeah, 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 that's yeah, what I was trying to say. <laughs> I saw the word, it was like, where is it? I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Sometimes my French acts up, you know, you think in French. Right, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's, that's a, that's a problem that I'm excited to have, trying to get fluent in, in Espanol. Slowly but surely getting there, but yeah. Soon. Oh, last thing before we, we, we set off here. What's up? How is your Spanish? Uh, un poco. I can, I can, um, I'm good with like uh, what they call a Spanglish, you know what I'm okay. saying? So like I... When I'm in these like Latin American countries and I'm talking to somebody that doesn't speak English, they can still understand me and I can have a conversation. But it's a lot of like, you know, I'm slowly thinking of the words that I know and I'll say those like or, you know, or the sentences that I know. And then I'll throw in an English word, but they'll know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, they catch the gist of your, your 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 phrase you're trying to say. Exactly. So I'm leaving for a Spanish-speaking country here shortly. And you know what? For for Canadians, like our ear, it really goes to French. French is, you know, the second language, the second official language of, of Canada. We mm-hmm. get some Spanish when we go to resorts because resorts is, you know, a popular destination. But man, I'm going off resort. I'm I'm going to places where a lot of people won't be speaking English. What phrases should I know? Oh shit! Just give me, give me, just give me off the top of your head. Just like, how how am I gonna survive? Damn, uh, fuck. Do cerveza, por favor. I mean, of course that. Um, but I mean, okay, you know, you know the most simple, you know, hello, goodbye, bathroom, you know, baños, el baño, baño el yeah. baño, exactly. So, like, you know. Donde is like where and like okay. using donde can help a lot. Um, right, yeah. Um, and then like quiero, which is uh, like I want. Okay, or want, quiero. You know what okay, I mean? I'm gonna write that quiero. down actually. Right. Te so quiero, isn't that like I want you? I, I've heard that. Yeah. Te quiero. Te, te quiero, right. The the te is for uh for you. Um but you would like to say like you want, you would say uh quieres. So I said te quiero. Okay. Is, does um, that mean like like? All right. So to you say want? like you want, it will be quieres, quieres. Okay, quieres. It's what the the it's what the the right the the es makes it you, and then he or she like he wants you say quiere. 
But you really wouldn't need to like that's to get a little bit more. You know, if you're just trying to say like I want or we want, you can just saying quiero. You know, tres cervezas would work, even though it means that like, I want three cervezas. But you can still say, you know, what I'm saying they would know what you mean by just going up and saying quiero. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? they're like, this is a white dude. He probably doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like one of those things. It's easy to like know what somebody means. Like if I walk up with three people, but I say I want three beers, they would still know that I'm talking about all three instead of saying like that. Maybe you're just keep... thirsty, Brandon. I mean that too. <laughs> I'm definitely a thirsty. I could definitely be Three a thirsty man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Quiero tres. Uh, uno, dos, tres. <laughs> I'm trying to think what, what else um, could get you. I mean, I think that's really it. Like, where and just want. And you already know, hola, adios. Yeah, like, there's um, some similarities with French. Like, example, like, playa is plage in French. Like, there's, there's some words the that are similar. So, like, amigos, ami. So... You know what, Brandon? I guess view, the viewers are just going to have to see if I come back alive. See if I yeah, make it. No, you you'll definitely come back alive, but it, it's not going to it's not a you you'll be fine, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm sure you've oh, traveled to countries where you don't know the language at all, so I'm Oh sure man, yeah, Brazil, like you said Portuguese earlier like is just it's so foreign. There's some stuff that's I guess similar to French. Right. Like like the same example, like beach is praia instead of plage. Okay. I guess somewhat close, but no, like you said, it's, it's, it's just completely different. But with that, I will say muchas gracias. <laughs> gracias. Gracias por todo. Hermano, por todo. I think that means like for everything. For, for everything, yeah, por todo. So for all the information. Yes, yeah, uh, de nada, mi amigo. Mi, mi hermano. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man. So, so yeah, man. I'm looking forward to our next happy hour to crack a little beer and to learn more about your music career. And then we'll be learning more about your um, Colombian trip, right? Or are we going to have to dedicate a full episode to that? What, how are we going to handle yep. that? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. See if okay. I can. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, though. Like... When you have a travel podcast that focuses on like crazy stories, you're kind of like when you're traveling, it kind of makes it tricky, I think, because you're like, should I go down this dark alley? Right. It might. It, it might end up in a good episode. Right. OK. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm excited to uh, to hear about uh, about your time out there, though. For yeah, sure. Right on, man. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. All right, man. Peace out. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Two Beers Till Takeoff. Do you want free additional content or just to stay connected with the show? Then give us a follow on our social media platform. That means TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of them. Are you in need of podcast production services, video editing, or anything in between? Then look no further than Strut Sound Productions, the official producer of the Two Beers Till Takeoff podcast. Music produced by Alex Gagne. Check out his work in our show notes. Voiceover done by Viking Leo K. See you next week on Two Beers Till Takeoff. Thank you.